Well, welcome to Con Café. This is a Thursday already, the last day of September, September 30th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I'm so glad you're spending the last day of September in God's Word as we await the arrival of October tomorrow. September is a great month. October is a great month, too. Some very, very special people were born in October, as they were in September and August and July and June, May, April, March, February, January. Can I say all the months backwards? Gee. (laughs) It is the psalm that we're looking at for this coming Sunday, Psalm 8. And this is in my favorite version of the Bible, Revised Standard Version. Ancient, just like me. Special, not like me, but it deals with the majesty of God. And that's what we're calling this devotional, the majesty of God. And it has to do with how it all ties together the scriptures, the gospel, the epistle, the Old Testament, and now this Psalm, Psalm 8. So come along. Let's grow in our faith. Let's grow in our service. Let's grow in our love and grace as we share with so many what God has shared with us. Hear now the word of God, verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. Thou whose glory above the heavens is chanted by the mouth of babes and infants, thou hast formed a bulwark because of thy foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast established, What is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou dost care for him? Yet thou hast made him little less than God, and dost crown him with glory and honor. Thou hast given him dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is thy name in all the earth. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And as people of God, we say, thanks be to God. Amen. Well, as I said, it's a Thursday. I pray it's a happy and blessed Thursday to all of you, Konkahe family. May the Lord shine his grace on you, dear listener, dear reader, dear faithful supporter of Konkahe. That's my prayer. We continue to pray for those battling COVID and cancer for those mourning losses, for those experiencing challenges and battles, and for those who seek peace within. God is with you. Hear that. God is with you, no matter what it is you're facing. And we need to affirm and receive that for our lives. If you've been having difficulty with not being sure of where God is during what you are experiencing, here again, God is with you, and he will see you through whatever it is that you are going through. I just know we need to continue to pray for each other and for those unspoken needs in your life and in my life. And speaking of my life, I ask special prayers for this old man as I have accepted to preach and celebrate Holy Communion at our sister church of Smiley, United Methodist Church in Smiley, Texas, this coming Sunday at their 9.30 a.m. worship hour. Uh, I may take my phone and live cast it on Facebook if you want to watch it 
Or if you had a late Saturday and you have trouble sleeping, <laughs> that'll do it. Put you right out. But I also ask seriously, prayers for that congregation and their pastor. And uh, I pray that God be glorified in all things. So, dear friends, thank you for listening for the psalm. And uh, these are my thoughts on it. This psalm serves to tie together all we've studied this week in the scriptures, which is the majesty of God. And that is the one thing, the majesty of God in all realms, especially divorces, marriages, creation, fellowship interactions we remember and affirm the very words of god in chapter one of, of genesis one after each creation god saw that it was good you hear that word it was good and indeed it is while we may have deviated from the pureness of creation as revealed in the first pages of genesis god has not wandered away from us the purity and the awesomeness of creation is still in the creator and as I said a little while ago, God is with us. And how did the psalmist begin his psalm? God, our God, O Lord, our Lord. And he says it again, O Lord, our Lord. In other words, not some distant God away from us in a lofty, unattainable place, but right here, right where we need him. And he is with us. We affirm God's love for all of his creation and more especially us, the humans he created by his hands and through design. The psalmist is in awe in this passage. He chose the appropriate word, majestic, for the splendor of all of God's handiwork. He sees the praise lifted up by all creation, from babbling babies and infants to the power that God uses to fight away the foes and enemies of his plan and purpose. This causes the psalmist to ask an important question. Who are we? Who are we that we are even mindful of God and humanity that you, Lord, care for us? We have been created a bit less than God, yet we are crowned with glory and honor. We also have dominion over God's works with all things under our feet, which include all sheep and oxen and the beasts of the fields, birds of the air and the fish of the sea. Lord, you are truly majestic, as is your name in all the earth. Now reading and Hearing this psalm reminded me of my dad's prayers when I was blessed to have him in my life. He was called on to pray in, in church, and uh, he used a lot of the same language that we found in reading this psalm. And that would impress me with his heart for God. And it, it said in me the reality that we too could be instruments of God in not only our prayers, but the joy we can apply to our lives and our dealings with other people. God calls us to be the church in every aspect of our lives. Do you hear that? God calls us to be the church, not just that, you know, your local church building, but wherever it is that you are, not just our Sunday lives. Let me read that again. God calls us to be our, the church in every aspect of our lives, not just our Sunday lives. You know what I'm talking about, some people Sunday. You know, you have your routine, you have your your things that you do and don't do because it is a Sunday. And I once heard something that struck me as odd because I did the exact same thing. On Sunday, I try not to listen to secular music until after church. If I'm going to hear something, even if it's a rocking song that I want to hear, it's going to be Christian. It's going to be related to God. And it was funny to hear this man talking very seriously about it. Well, it was a comical way. 
you know, don't listen to that music until after church. And then we have our Sunday lives. You know, we have to wear a certain sort of uh, uniform to go to church. And so the psalmist knew this. And he lived this and blessed the nation of Israel by being a Sunday person every day of the week. So I asked the question, who can you bless? Whom would you bless? If we've been following the scripture lessons for this week, you know that we can begin in the home with our family members. We can affirm our marriages. We can affirm our relationships. We can affirm our children. We can affirm our parents, our brothers and sisters. And we can also and should bless our church, our church family, our pastors, our church workers. We can bless everyone by our affirming words and actions. People want to be accepted and to belong. We can start by being those who invite and welcome all people to come along this wonderful faith. I was talking with the district superintendent of our district, and he said something that my wife also had said earlier in the day about people in church, and not only in church, we, we saw it at a restaurant the day before yesterday, where the man sitting behind us got up and started talking to us. Just a random conversation. And what Nellie said and what Dr. Marcus Friedman said is there's a hunger in people after all these months of isolation and, you know, safety precautions because of the fear of this pandemic. There's a hunger for interaction and affection. <laughs> and some people won't settle for a handshake. And I understand that and I respect that and I welcome that. But again, we also take seriously the precautions that we should take because of what's going on. But we can still be welcoming and affirming and loving in ways that don't put others in jeopardy, especially if we know they don't want their space violated or, you know, intruded upon. We can start by being those people who invite and welcome all people to come along this wonderful faith journey we call being disciples of Jesus Christ. The way may not always be easy, but doing all things together in community, as a church, we bless one another, and we can bring others closer to the reality of God's love and grace. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be exciting? It is and can be. So let's pray. Loving God, bless our journey to be one that brings others to know you. May you direct our words and thoughts to bring your love and grace to all people. Bless our families. Bless those with no families by our welcoming them into ours. Bless those that we mentioned above that are battling COVID, battling cancer, awaiting procedures, undergoing tremendous pressure and difficulties, those that are traveling and returning home. And we pray that you just allow us to be a blessing. And we pray in Jesus' strong name. Amen. Well, dear listener, thank you for being a part of this journey tonight or this morning or this afternoon, whenever it is that you're listening. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Be contagious with your joy and love of Jesus. And here's your assignment. Be a welcomer for God and into God with everyone you meet. Can you do that? Of course you can. Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Olmedo. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.